Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. It's your host, Bad Luck Chuck. We're back at it again with another episode. Welcome to Super Bowl Sunday. Um, we know, unfortunately, we're not in it this time. Um, some of us are still trying to get over that, but it is what it is. The show must go on. So, you know, we're going to review weeks five through eight as part two of the 2021 season and review series that we're doing. Um, but, of course, we're going to talk about the latest news with the Chiefs as well. Um, but before we get into all that, got to introduce the panel here. Top right-hand corner is my guy, Country. Bottom left of the screen is Boogie. And to the bottom right is Kylie. How's everybody doing this evening? Or this a game doing? today? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody play uh, this? You crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So Who frustrating. <laughs> Who would have thought, man? I'm ready but, for the yeah. halftime show, man. This man, is Dr. Dre concert today, though. I'm going to that. <laughs> right. Dre, Eminem, 50, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yeah, I'm being at that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And <laughs> hey, we might get That'd another guest on top of that. <laughs> Amen. Nah, but, uh, but yeah, man, um, you know, before we get into all that, though, uh, let's start things off here. Uh, let's go ahead and get the NFL honors out the way. Uh, everyone, everyone saw, you know, there's a clip going around with uh, Michael, Michael Key. Uh, he he we, he said a joke regarding Patrick Holmes and Joe Burrow. He said Joe Burrow. He's talking about Joe Burrow's fit. He's like Joe Burrow looks so swagged out. Patrick Mahomes saw the saw the picture at halftime. He forgot to play football. It was a corny joke. But anyway, um, Travis Kelsey didn't like it. You know, he's looking like. Oh man, we got to deal with this crap all offseason. And he wasn't feeling the joke, of course. But, you know, the way I saw it is hey, this is what we got to deal with now. Throughout the entire offseason, we got to deal with all these jokes. Just because of what all 53 of you guys did, man. You know, you guys choked the game. You guys let it get away. So, this is what you got to deal with throughout the entire offseason. And it might even get worse. It might even get worse if the Bengals win the Super Bowl tonight. So. Was it? I agree, was Monica. It because, was it funny? What's a good point? Was it because it wasn't funny? It was badly delivered, or Travis Kelsey reaction? Like, it it was cool. It could have been better. It could have been delivered better. It could have been a better joke. You know what I'm saying? But what was Travis supposed to do? Like, ah, ah you got me. Like, what was he nah, supposed to do? Right. Nah, I wasn't expecting him to laugh. But right, so I don't, was, I don't get it. it. It wasn't funny. It was, it was, it could have been a better joke. Like Dave Chappelle would have did it better, of course. Like well, obviously, yeah. He, he could have delivered the joke better. Like, well, okay. So was it not funny because it wasn't funny, or was it not funny because we're Chiefs fans? That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the question. Right? I mean, did other people think oh, it was funny? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it was funny. delivered properly. It was like Pat seen this picture and then he forgot to play football. Forgot how to play football. It's like, why would he even be looking at a picture during halftime? But <laughs> it just wasn't a good joke. It was whatever. We biased though. Who, who cares? Yeah, we biased, but. You could have came up with something better than that. They were there will be better jokes during the offseason. So mm-hmm. that, that won't be the first, yeah. that won't be the last. 
ass. I'm just yeah, saying, I heard better jokes on Twitter, though. Yeah, it was poorly executed. It was poorly executed. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but we uh, biased, though. Who cares? <laughs> but, but what y'all think about, did y'all see the clip with Josh Allen, though? Talking about, um, you know, maybe if they, maybe if um, both sides get a fair opportunity, you know what I mean, to score, you know, I forgot what, the, I forgot what he entirely said, but it's like, dude, like, get over it, man. Like, y'all, y'all had 13 seconds to close the game out. Y'all didn't close the game out. Like, All right. y'all got to be the best but jokes on that. But you know what? There's this thing in the game called defense. Some people play it, some people don't. And just because your team decided not to play defense. Cincinnati, Cincinnati didn't win the coin toss. You know what they did? They played defense. End up winning the game. So, yeah, get that out of here, bro. Play defense or win the coin toss. It's your two options. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I bet you they really changed the rule now, though. They should have changed it after the New England game then. They should Same have, thing. but I bet you now they end up trying to change it. That's ridiculous, bro. See? We get enough people complain. complain. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Like, we don't see if they really do that, but it would shock me, though. You can't preach player safety, then go for these long overtime back and forth games. It's just, no. And then when somebody get hurt in overtime, then what's the, oh, well, man, we shouldn't have both teams getting, you can't, bro, no. Leave it the way it is. Play defense or win the coin toss. Or shut up. It's nothing you can do. We've been on both sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? In two weeks. We was in two overtimes. We won the coin toss and scored. We won the coin toss. We got an interception. We lost. You, bro, play defense. Moaning and crying and bitching about it is not going to help you, bro. That's not going to help you. Yeah, the Bengals were able to play defense in overtime. Right. Mm-hmm. So they have an issue with the rule, so they don't have no issues with the rule. And now they're playing the biggest game tonight. So but, has anyone screamed into a pillow yet? They yeah, they playing tonight. Times. <laughs> I just wanted to when he just said that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Out of frustration. <sighs> Man, listen, this I was afraid. Look. I'm still kind of depressed. I know I'm smiling and laughing right now, but I was, listen, I was depressed when I turned on ESPN and saw Travis Kelsey on that set, a Sunday NFL countdown. I was just like, dude, you, you should be prepared for the game tonight, bro. I mean, but now you doing all these appearances out in LA. It's like. But you know what? Depressing. You know what's, what's the saving grace of that show? They get to experience this. They know what it's like now. There's no way. There's no way they want to experience this again. So it might be good for them, bro. They might come out good in the end because they know they weren't supposed to lose that game. They know they threw that game away. You know what I'm saying? So now you need to experience what it's like to lose and be on that side. We've been we've been riding high for three, four years. You know what I'm saying? So they need to experience that, bro. Take that anger. Take that disappointment. Take that uh, being pissed off. And use it for motivation. Come back better, even better next season. 
Right. I feel like every bad joke is just motivation for Pat to come out swinging next season. And you know they see it. They see all of it. Uh -huh. They it see all of it. It should be. But I am a little concerned about Patrick Mahomes just a little bit. Nothing too crazy because it's like, you know, I get him not wanting to be on 610 Sports Radio like the next day after the collapse and all that. I, I get all that. But then you also – don't make it appear it's home then at the NFL Irons, you know what I mean? When um all these other stars showed up to the award show, you know what I mean? He probably didn't want to hear all the, the I guess the jokes that he was gonna get as expected. Pro Bowl. What do you want? What do you want to do? I just say like you, sometimes you just gotta face the music, man, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, you know, he don't he, he's yeah, in, he's I ain't gonna get lab. mad he's not going to the awards though, Chuck. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm just saying though, like I hope it's not a trend, you know, if you um if you come up no. short on Sunday for something, you know what I mean? Nah, he but, did all the interviews at the Pro Bowl, bro. That was a whole three, four days. So he didn't have to go to the NFL honors or the SBs or whatever or whatever right. he needed to go to. He'll pop up, bro. He not no he not going he not gonna run from the pressure. That's not yeah. if he start running from the pressure. Then, then, yeah, I'll be concerned too because that's not what he does. So he needs some some rest anyway, just to remove himself. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a break for a couple of weeks and before. Yeah, I'm not worried about him. This is yeah. my look. This is my public service announcement. McCall Harmon, wherever you are, bro. Enjoy your couple of days of all season. Please call Patrick Mahomes and y'all hook up this off season. Please just spend some time together. I don't care what y'all do. Play catch, go bowling, uh, babysit Sterling. I don't care what y'all do, but just get close, get comfortable, start developing that chemistry that y'all need, and you know, just get close with him this off season. Yeah, we're gonna see what he what does, is. man. But he did improve his yardage, though. He's improved his yardage every year. So, he had a good season. He could be it's better. still room for him to improve, bro. If they, they get that chemistry together, whatever little tension that him and Tyreek had at the end of the year, get that together. You know what I'm saying? Get all that together. Because these are the guys we're going to have to build around. You know what I'm saying? So for the next two or three years, Travis got what? Travis. Honestly, how many years do we think Travis got left? Three. Um, yeah, I was about to say three. Probably three, because he is getting up there in age. He's still playing yeah. at a high level, but he is getting up there in age. At a high level? contract for three, three more years? Something like that. At a high I level, know. I would say three. At a good to above average level, I would say five. But then you're going to start stretching it then. You know what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't really had major injuries and all that stuff, but it's getting close. You know what I'm saying? Where he's banged up a lot. He's not like Gronk because Gronk had major surgeries every offseason, back injuries and all that. But basically the time is coming down. You know what I'm saying? The time is winding down. So we don't have too many high-level years left. So we got to maximize that, bro. I don't know how long – what they going to do with Tyree. Are we going to extend Tyree? A lot I mean, of people say Tyree's slowing down. I don't see that, but who knows? 
Are you do are you willing to pay Tyreek Hill twenty million dollars a year? My thing is this, like Tyreek, I don't think he's slowing down speed wise. I mean, he can still he can still like one of the most dangerous weapons in the league. But my thing with Tyreek is this, man, this offseason, he gotta work on his hands because the past two seasons have been atrocious as far as like him dropping passes and just ball security at times. Like, dude, like you really, really gotta work on that in the offseason. Cause, Cause we saw too many times early on this year, uh he dropped some passes that led to interceptions. And we can't be having it. Cannot have it. And it makes me wonder if Tyree can handle this workload he's he's been getting the past couple of years as the number one receiver on the team. So and then and then that bleeds into we still need a a, a second wide receiver. And McCall has to step it up again another year. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a good offseason, bro. It's going to be a long offseason with the jokes and all that stuff and the disappointing way that they ended. But it's going to be a fun offseason because you're going to see – we've seen Beach get the work on the off- offensive line. And and I think we all agree that he did an awesome job. He did he, – he exceeded expectations when it came to fixing the O-line, in, in my opinion. So this year – the project, and we'll get into the offseason checklist in another show, but he has to fix the defense. Which one do you want him to fix, though? The D-line or the secondary? What's more important right now? The D-line, in my opinion. Defensive line, like, start the trenches first and then work secondary. Yeah, I'm kind of with Boogie, man, because we got that new D-line coach. So it looks like that's the focus, but I think you can do both at the same time. I think the secondary needs more work because what corner do we have right now? DeAndre yeah. Baker. Um, who else is under contract? Man. Finn? Yeah. yeah. As of right now, Baker and too, Finn, right? we got? It's Yeah, at least Sneed. He's on his I'm rookie Sneed. contract. So you need – that, Two more corners at least. Yeah, that DB room needs an overhaul. Yeah, because I, I think Honey Badger plus Dirty Man. Yeah. So your safe your safety room is is looking safety room is looking a little, little thin right now. So I, I think Mooney played himself out of Kansas City money wise, which is great for him. You know what I'm saying? Um. I don't know what Tyron's going to do, man. I, I kind of think Tyron want to stay. Uh, I think he plays with the media sometimes. But whether he stay or not, you know what I'm saying, if he stay, hopefully it's at a good, decent price that, that we can deal with and still maneuver with. If he if he goes, then, I mean, we, that's a big hole to fill because he fills a lot of holes. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people saying move Sneed to safety, but – that creates another hole at corner. You already got three holes at corner. You know what I'm saying? So why would you create a whole another hole? You know what I'm saying? So basically, we gonna we gonna get to the offseason checklist, but I, I think this is gonna be a fun offseason, bro. Like it's gonna be difficult, it's gonna be ugly at times, but I think in the end we're gonna be better for it. Yeah. I think though, I mean, I could see them letting go of Frank Clark. That's gonna free up a ton of cap space and then they could extend or get a contract workout with Honey Badger 
And then I think you got to figure out what you're going to do with Ingram. So I would say I'm still going to say defensive line because if you let go of Clark and you let go of Ingram, you got to figure out, are you going to draft an edge or are we going to try and get one in free agency? Because I think, I think you got to start in the trenches. And I think if we do get rid of Frank Clark and then extend Honey Badger, that kind of takes care of that problem. I mean, because we would have him back there and then be able to grab an edge. I don't know. That's where my head's at. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would attack the D line in free agency, and and my secondary, I would I would use the draft to to address my secondary. But who knows how it goes? You never know what could happen. You never know who's going to get cut. You never know who's going to be traded or moved or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We might send a draft pick out. You know how we normally do. So who knows? We got a lot of draft picks. It might. It's going to nope. get interesting. And Beach can draft. I mean, last year's draft, I felt like he killed it. So I think knowing that he's focused on the defense, I don't know. I'm excited. That's the one thing to be excited about, right? Let's silver linings, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's improved his draft, and the first draft was horrible. We got what Derek Nottie out of that draft. He was like the key piece in that draft, maybe. Uh, yeah. He's gotten better. It's gotten better in my opinion. Last year was last year was the first what a B plus A minus. I thought it was an A minus draft. Okay. I, mean, of course, I know but I'm looking at Boogie because I know Boogie was harder on his drafts than we were. So I think yeah. it was a hell of a draft. You know, he got a build on it. He can't have a setback. That's for but sure. B, but B plus might be closer because I mean Cornell Powell, you know, you gotta Develop him in the practice squad. See if he's gonna turn out to be something. And then uh, Kane, though, he played a few snaps, but he still got developed too. But other than that, man, um, I think they hit a home run on Nick Bolton. I think Nick Bolton's just gonna get even better. Uh, Cree Humphrey, that was definitely a home run. Uh, Trey Smith. So yeah, then Noah Gray got some uh, meaningful snaps later on in the year. So speaking that, that of Cree Humphrey. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to oh, say yeah, that. Right. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that too, man. Let's oh, talk about these drafts. Cause yeah. fam, I was I was sleep. I was sleep when um <laughs> y'all was talking about this nonsense. I woke up and I was just like, all right, man, I'm addressing the next day. That's some of the dumbest stuff I have heard so far this offseason. Listen, we, we need a number two wide receiver, right? But the game of football has always been one of the trenches. And it's like y'all forgot how much um, y'all was complaining about the offensive line, the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all forgot how we was getting getting our ass whooped in that Super Bowl, and now it's like forget it again. Like I'm, I don't know, this this Bengals game done broke a lot of Chiefs kingdom. They, they it, like they really broken right now. <laughs> People acting just, foolish, acting foolish. I'm just not in favor of trading all pro people for good people. Now, T. Higgins is a hell of a wide receiver. He's not a bum. He's not, he's not Jamar Chase, but I, I just seen, look at RJ. I thought you were going to lunch. Anyway, so I just seen that. (laughs) I got to shut up, RJ. All right. Yeah, he said shut up, Chuck. (laughs) But I, Man, you don't trade an all-pro center after we just spent a whole offseason dedicated to building our O-line and building it around your quarterback. 
and then you take the centerpiece of a guy he's familiar with, he's played a whole season with, a guy that's all pro, all, all caliber. Like, why would you move that piece for a guy that he's good, but I don't know if he's – is he good with us? You know what I'm saying? Like, is he going to fit in the system? Is he going to get enough targets to be good? He's not going to get the targets he's getting in Cincinnati. Not here. But, you know, I, I just don't. I just don't subscribe to trading all pro, pro players, bro. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Especially with the draft. You know what I'm saying? Like we we can we got a lot of picks. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of interest from wide receivers in the league that that want to join the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't I yeah. Go ahead, Boogie. What do you thought? That's what I was going to say about Veach, though, man. When he – like, this year, this draft, he did a good job. It wasn't, like, skill position players. He hasn't drafted in them important skill positions. Like, center is not that important of a position. We went to the Super Bowl with uh, – who was our starter, right? And one Super Bowl. We didn't have two exactly. Pro Bowl centers. You said who? Ryder. Austin Ryder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Austin Ryder. Yeah. We didn't have two Pro Bowl centers before Creed Humphrey since Andy Reid been here. It's not that important of a position. When we was in the playoffs, I mean in the Super Bowl, we was complaining because both our, our tackles was out. It wasn't because our old line was bad like that. Well, that night everybody was bad, basically. <laughs> yeah, but our tackles <laughs> was like them look who we had out there. It wasn't the center position we was worried about like that. I mean, yeah, we was more concerned about the tackles, but still, like, VFA Higgins, was doing his thing, too. Higgins in this system getting and 80 so. to 90 targets. Yeah, yeah, like, like Higgins can definitely fit in the system, but I'm not trading free Humphrey, dude. I'm sorry. like the That's not lost, an important position. We could get another but, center, a Pro Bowl center this year in the draft in the second, third round. Listen, my thing is this. You can find receivers. I think you can find them on trees, man. Um, building an offensive line, a really, really good offensive line, that's a lot diff more difficult than finding a receiver. That's just me. A center? Dude. <sighs> the reason why we lost oh, the reason why we got, the reason why our season ended is that we didn't run the ball. We didn't run the ball enough. Okay, so yeah, is, it easier, is it easier to find a T. Higgins or Cree Humphrey. What do you think is easy? Shit, I'm gonna say Cree Humphrey. We could put Tony at center and he'll be just as good as him. Yeah, but we need someone to protect Pat. We've seen yep. what Cree Humphrey can do. I'm not I'm not trading Green, but also I feel like with Pat, like he can make an average receiver maybe look a little better. Like I'm not I'm just not I'm not but like Byron Pringle. I mean, I think he had a good season. No, no, you know I'm not talking about Robinson. But Pringle? And if we had a – whatever. I'm not even talking about Robinson because we got to improve our defense. That's me. That's <laughs> – Hold on. I agree. That's what has to happen. That's what has to happen. But, hey, imagine if he was getting those same catches that Byron Pringle – those chances Byron Pringle got in this offense, T. Higgins. What do you think he would have did? Because Pringle did have a cool season, but he made a lot of – he had a lot of drops. Did he? I mean, he did I have some I feel drops, like he had as 
many as others. I don't know. Did had a lot of drops this year? I can remember like a handful, but everybody was dropping it. Yeah. So, so first off, they like two different receivers though. Pringle is more of a slot guy, and Higgins is more of an outside guy. Here's a question though: Do you believe in Patrick Mahomes to develop a a wide receiver? Yeah. Well, don't you feel like that's sort of what's happened with Hardman? I feel like he's improved, and I feel like because I was not—I'm going to be the first to tell you—I was not a Hardman fan, and I feel like towards the end of the season he was playing much better. But is that more because they're utilizing him in the way that he should be used, or because he was—I de- don't know—but I would say Hardman's been developed. So, yeah, so you trust you trust Patrick Mahomes' ability to develop a wide receiver. If you trust Patrick Mahomes' ability to develop a wide receiver, then you don't trade Creed. You know what I'm saying? Because you can get a wide receiver in the draft or a free agency. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, I think that falls back on Pat. Do you trust Pat enough to make this guy be an all-pro, all-pro bowl caliber or just a decent wide receiver, you know what I'm saying? That comes through in the clutch on third downs, like uh, Hunter Renfro. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not the most skilled wide receiver, but on third down, we know where Derek Carr is going. Everybody in the building know where he's going, and he's still producing. You know what I'm saying? Do we trust our quarterback to do that for a wide receiver to make that out of a wide receiver? Yep, I trust him. I mean, because look, I mean, Hardman, yeah, I think they, I think more so the Chiefs put him in um, spots where he can succeed more, but he was making some big plays. And then, like, Byron Pringle, like, we know he can run routes. It's just that um, he needs to be more consistent with his hands, but he made more plays than what he has been making throughout his, his time here at Kansas City. So that's something he can build on moving forward in his offense. Yeah. Well, and then to your point, country, like if Hardman and Mahomes are working in the offseason together, like how much more are they developing Hardman then? Because they didn't work together last offseason, and they started off slow. And then as the season progressed, Hardman start they start trusting each other more, they start clicking more. So if they can continue that, like you said, and link up, who knows where he'll be next year? Look, and, and that's you, just I not wonder, Hardman. That's just not – it's not Hardman you. It's Hardman Pringle – Noah Gray, Blake Bell, if you're going to be a part of this team, Josh Gordon, uh, forcing when he's back healthy, get with that quarterback, bro. Develop a relationship. It don't even have to be football-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, him and Travis so cool, and it translates to the field. Get cool with Pat. Get talking to him. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's unapproachable. I don't think he's made enough money to wear – you can't sit down and have a conversation with him. Get to know the guy, man. You know what I'm saying? And 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 develop that chemistry and maybe then to translate onto the field. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's the uh thing about working out with Pat in the in the offseason. Like it shouldn't be an obligation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Want to be great. But, Boogie, said, I feel like you have a lot to say. I want to hear what you have to say about this. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. You're good. 
Uh, oh, I'm no, cool I with Harmon. I, I still just think we still got to get another receiver, regardless if Harmon did all that y'all talking about. I do think Harmon was better than we all expected. But we still got to get some type of receiver this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I agree with what you said. Defense is the number one. Right, defense, right. The whole defense is going to have to get re redid. But we definitely need a receiver number two still. Yeah, so right now I'm looking at – um. The 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 free agents, the free agent list right now for the Chiefs. As far as receiver goes, um, there's Pringle, there's Demarcus Robinson, and then you got Blake Bell to tight end. You got Jody Fortson. That's due. So, I, that's, I that's that, those are free agents or people we have under contract. Uh, the free agents coming up for 2022 this year. Oh. So I, I assume that Demarcus <laughs> Robinson is gone. You know what I mean? Now we gotta see we gotta see what Pringles asking for. I don't think Pringles gonna cost much for real to bring back. You know, mm -hmm. so but we but like Bookie said, we definitely need another receiver. But I like I said, there's plenty of receivers that can uh match the skill set of T. Higgins, whether it's through the draft or whether it's somebody in free agency. So, can Beach draft that team. type of player? A skill position player? We we haven't yeah, never had to see it. We haven't had to see it yet, so that's a good question. Right. It's definitely a question again. that we're gonna ask during the draft. Write that one down. We definitely gonna have to because we haven't seen him have we haven't seen him have to draft a skill maker in the early rounds. So we'll see. Yep. And and now um well, yeah, yeah, Clinton. Okay, well, yeah, okay. So we got so, so far, not so good. <laughs> right. Kind of look like a miss, but it's whatever, man. You know, 2022 dress coming up soon. But anyway, yeah. um, the biggest news of the day, uh, the Airbnb. Um, Adam Sheth reported today, he's supposed to soon meet with Andy Reid to determine whether he's going to get another contract here in Kansas City, um, sources say. So, as everyone knows, throughout the entire offseason, Eric Bieniemy has been turned down, head coaching jobs, and then now we're hearing rumors that he still might be open for the Saints' office coordinator job. And, you know, Bieniemy's had run-ins with a few college positions as well, and he didn't land those jobs either. But here's my thing, man. My thing is this. It, it took – Matt Nagy, it didn't take Matt Nagy and Eric P and Doug Peterson long to get jobs as far as like being a head coach. You know what I mean? This guy, Eric Bienemy, has been on the staff for a while now. He's experienced four AFC Championship games, two Super Bowls. He got a ring. Chief's been top five in the offense like every year in that stretch, and he can't get a job nowhere. It's like they think this guy is just dumb. Like he's just really a byproduct of Andy Reid. When, you know, Matt Nagy, you can really say the same thing with Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson. They had to prove themselves after they got their jobs. And, you know, Matt Nagy got to the playoffs, but it, has, it hasn't gone well lately. But Doug Peterson, he came out the gate, went to the Super Bowl with Philly, even even though it didn't end well. Now he's in Jacksonville. You know what I mean? He's He doesn't have a problem getting jobs. You know, it's just, it's crazy, man. But we know what it is with the NFL at this point. As soon as like Eric, Brian Flores, 
went up against the NFL and would uh, try to sue the NFL and everything, you know, the NFL was like, all right, you know, we're going to cut down the number of black coaches now since you want to play that game. I mean, that's, that. it seems like, it seems like it's that way to me, man. That's what it looks like to me. Um, I don't know, man. This is so weird. Like you say, uh, Andy Reid coaching tree is what twenty five percent of the league right now. Like, yeah, yeah, and they're all they're all like successful to a certain extent. All of them, really. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. Eb don't get that type of light. I think it's best for Eb to go somewhere where he can get credit for what he's doing. I don't think he's going to get the proper credit or the, the credit that he's deserved here under Andy Reid. It, it's like Andy Reid comes out and says, yo, he calls the plays. And everybody's like, oh, Andy, stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody believes it. You can see him on the on the field calling out the play. You know what I'm saying? Like he's calling the play. You know what I'm saying? Or Whatever, but you know, he's just not gonna get that light. I think if the Saints job is available for OC, go out and be the OC and put you up a top 10 offense, put you up a top 20, uh, or top 10, top 15 type of offense, and you know what I'm saying, and develop a guy or something like that, or make somebody a star. And 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 let's see if the interviews, but at this point, bro. I wouldn't even want to interview no more. I, I, I done had 14 interviews. Ain't nobody giving me no love. If I go 15. out and go prove it somewhere else, if I go to New Orleans and make them a top 10 offense and y'all still don't want to give me no job, then, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm over it at this point. It's ridiculous. Like, he's interviewed with, like, damn near half of the league, man. Like, mm-hmm. I never know other coach have to interview with damn near half the league and – Still not be able to get a job. It, it, it's it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I don't believe that he's not interviewing well, man. I I'm it's just it's just BS, man. When we see all these other dumbass coaches getting hired and getting opportunities, and like we got a guy that uh, Mike McDonald. I think his name is Mike McDonald. He recently got Mike McDaniel or McDaniel. Sorry, yeah, Mike McDaniel. Okay, thank you. Yes, yeah, he's logic. He's logic. But anyway, um, he said he logic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, he recently got hired by the Miami Dolphins, and and what I heard in San Fran is that he barely even called plays. Like that Shanahan since mm-hmm. them all day. Mm-hmm. Like he just he just had input. He just gave Shanahan maybe like an idea here and there, but he wasn't really calling plays there. He got hired, so I don't get it. It's yeah, the calling plays thing is ridiculous. Because do we really believe Matt Nagy and Doug Peterson were calling plays in Kansas City? I don't really it believe. was the same, the same way. It was same the thing. beginning. You know what I'm saying? Thing, man. Right, right. So and he's been doing know. this since Philly. Like he, I, don't know. I, 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 think I, role, I think it's best for him to go somewhere else, get a guy, develop a guy, a young guy. Saints, Saints in Cap Hill anyway, so they don't even know who their quarterback gonna be. Bring it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what, you got on, what you got on this, Kylie? I know you wanted to say something. 
no, I mean, like, I agree. I want him to spread his wings and get out of here and prove that he's deserving of a head coaching job. And I think he's totally capable of that. Um, part of me, as the Chiefs fan, is just also concerned we don't have a QB coach currently. And then to lose the offensive coordinator, I mean, it's a big shakeup in your offense. So that would be my concern. I know, I think we talked about this last time, like ultimately Andy is going to be the end all be all with that. But I don't know, is it too much change for the offense if we also lose the enemy? Is there any concern to that for you guys? So which guy on the book? Yeah, I, I think it will be. But at the same time, I mean, it is still Andy Reid's system. But I don't know. That, that would be a lot of change. And I think more of the change should be on the defensive side, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think the Eric the enemy is cool. Yeah, I just think, yeah, I think we need to do something different on defense. Please, yeah. That's uh, just me. I wouldn't have no problem replacing the OC, the QB coach, and a defensive coordinator. You know, it's time for – we've been – on the same path with the same voices. It's time for some new voices. Time yep. for some new eyes to look at it and, and reevaluate some things and speed up some things or slow down some things. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be mad at having new guys come in. And the thing yeah, with the, the the offense, you know what I'm saying? Like you already said, we all year we've been talking about the identity. Remember when the season was over, V was talking about it's like, Teams was talking like they just knew we had to try to be the one way. But what can we really do to change that type of, if we know that's Andy Reid's game? Like, can we really put somebody else in position to make Andy Reid run the ball more? No. He's going to do it. He's a running back coach. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just funny. It's funny because, like, I remember Clarence, you know, when he had Clarence on here, we was talking about how we had some cold running backs in the past, you know, with Jamal Charles and Kareem Hunt, and it was more of a balanced offense. Like, you know, we felt like Jamal and Kareem was definitely was getting their touches, was getting enough touches in the offense, and, you know, it worked out just fine. But it seems like, you know, Andy Reid don't have those type of running backs. Um, he'll reverse, he reverse back to getting all pass happy. And eventually, it rears his ugly head. It ain't gonna matter when we get Saquon Barkley, though. <laughs> we still spreading that around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I remember Let's get to the season in review, man. Yeah, yeah, I want to go to RJ. I want to go to RJ's comment real quick. But yeah, I remember Dylan McCullough being here, and uh, I think he just got another job too. Notre Dame. He just went to Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. What if he get Deuce Staley to come be the old coordinator? I wouldn't be mad about it. He know the offense. It's whatever, bro. I don't care at this point. Like our offense is gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Um, we still got fifteen back there. Um, it's just that we gotta we gotta run the ball a little more, man. You gotta be able to trust offensive line because offensive line really did a good job running blocking this season. So, but anyway, man, yeah, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and get to our season review, man. So week five, we play in Washington. Um, you know, right at the gate, uh, Patrick Mahomes looking sharp. You know what I mean? Um, 
hitting his breeze, you know, being on time with his throws. And this was the game wait, that wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Didn't we start with the Bills? No. Oh, uh, it's Washington. It's Washington it's first, and then the Bills. No, we didn't. It was the Bills. No, wait, we ended five. with the Bills, didn't we? Oh, no, man. we didn't talk about it. Yeah, week five it, was the Bills, bro. You tripping. Oh, wait, yeah. my bad. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, I missed yeah, the game. Oh, my bad, y'all. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah. I know yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk about that game either. If we just want to pass, we can pass <laughs> over it if you want. Yeah, Bills. My, yeah, my bad. Yeah, let's go and get this uh get that Sunday night disaster out the way. RJ, shut the hell up, man. My goodness, <laughs> dude. You just mad because the Lakers lost last night. But anyway, uh, uh yeah. Let's not get into that. <laughs> I'm just saying though, that's why you on me. That's why you're getting on me today. But yeah, let's get to this um, Chiefs Bills game, man. Total disaster from the jump. This is when Tyron. This is when Tyron was really starting to put his hands up. You know what I mean? This is when he. This is when it was really getting out of hand. And um, I remember the episode right before this game. Boogie was getting frustrated with the defense. Like, all right, is this the week that the defense is gonna make Boogie smile? And not one smile came out of that man's face. Like, <laughs> he might have <laughs> got angry. <laughs> The Bills put up 38 points. <laughs> they had 38 points. Every time you saw back. Josh Allen, you saw Josh Allen in open field or when Josh Allen drop back the throw, he was picking on Daniel Sorensen. Sorensen was fooled. Dirty <laughs> Dan personally gave up about 18 points that game. Yep. Th- and that's, this that, was, that, that, that was the last time Just looked for 49. <laughs> yep, God. just look for 49. That was the game right there. Just look for 49. <laughs> this one, the media got on uh, Dirty Dan. Everybody was talking about him on Monday, man. Shannon Sharp, everybody was talking about Dirty Dan. He Shannon Sharp, just 549. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This was also the last game he started, too, right? Yeah, that's the last game Dan started. Yeah. That game was just – it was back and forth a little bit, and then Pat threw an interception. Tyreek had a tip pass that got intercepted, and before you knew it, it was over, and it just got ugly. He had four turnovers that game, another four-turnover game. That's probably like the third one in the last in the last five games. They had like four turnovers like three times. It was just a disappointing, terrible game. Put the whole fan base into a whirlwind. Uh, the toxic fan base comment came out a few days later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boogie still hasn't forgiven Anthony Hitchens for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, he gotta go. <laughs> Him and Tyron is they friends and they enemies at the same time. They, they, they hot and cold, but Anthony Hitchens is over there. He, he's never going back to Anthony Hitchens. Um, but yeah, it was a hell of a game. Bad loss, terrible loss. Man, and uh, Orlando, Orlando Brown was getting his ass kicked this game, dude. My goodness, <laughs> he was getting destroyed over there on that left side, man. I was there. No, no, it no nah, Tennessee was worse. Yeah, oh, we're gonna get to that. So, so. 
Buffalo game is when the doubt, it was a black cloud over everything at that point. Like, it was the, the whispers became screams at that point. So, it's pretty bad right here. <laughs> pretty you bad. You even Very recognize them. Very toxic. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were so many times I just saw a big-ass hole in the middle of the field and Josh Allen just ran through that mug for, like, a first down <laughs> or or even a touchdown because that was the Bills' first touchdown. He just re-ran it in. It was a big old gaping hole in the middle of the field. We'll, we'll discuss that, RJ. Um, so, yeah, we, we got smacked um, prime time in front of everybody. And on to the next game. Bring a fumble to kick off, man. It was bad. Great so, result was, was just dominating, bro. He was dominating on the defense and our, like, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> what's our record at this point? Two and three, right? Yep, two and three. Two and three going into Washington. Yep. Which should be an easy game, right? Yeah, first half, man. I think we were confident going into Washington. <laughs> that first half, man. That first half was looking a little suspect, man. <laughs> like, we started out high first drive and all that, but after that, man. Lack of days yeah. I remember, you remember, You remember right before the half, um, Patrick Mahomes tried to do too much, and oh the ball God. just flew up in the air for the interception. <laughs> That was so ugly. It was so ugly at the time. I was like, what is happening? I didn't even – I was just doing this the whole time, but I didn't feel the like I even recognized the team. I was like, who's out there? Who's on the field right now? I felt that. One of the worst interceptions over. of his career. That was one of the worst yeah. interceptions of his career. Well, like, he didn't think he was going to top that. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he topped the halftime sequence like that later on. He did something similar to that in that Baltimore game when he was trying to do too much, and the ball ended up fluttering up in the air for the interception. But, but luckily, Washington didn't take full advantage of it, you know, throughout the game. Um, but, this was, but this was also the game that, unfortunately, Jody Fortson got hurt. You know, Jody, he was mm -hmm. balling out. He scored in this game, and then all of a sudden, that, that horrible-ass turf got him. And we were saying, like, dog, some a Washington fan claimed that the Washington football team redid that turf, and it was not looking that way at all. Yeah, like that turf was, was terrible. Was, yeah. This was the podcast episode we entitled uh, "A Tale of Two Halves." Because mm -hmm. the second half looked like the Chiefs actually, and Pat was dealing, Pat was scrambling, Pat was rolling out. They was making moves. They was dancing. Uh, child just got abducted in Lee Summit, a red 2015 Ford X Missouri license. Okay, I'm sorry. I just had an Amber alert on my phone. Did y'all get that? Uh, wow. But no, Pat, Pat looked like Pat in the second half. They end up cruising to a little victory. Um, we are excited, but it's still a little doubt right there. There's still some doubt in there because. That first half was so bad that I don't know. Oh, yeah. Kevin, thank you, Kev. This yeah. was the Jackson Mahomes. This is when Jackson Mahomes became an issue. 
Oh, yeah. Nice, man. Low key. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> man, your white fans were pissed, dog. He was dancing on uh, Sean Taylor's number because they did that so, tribute just to, to cover up what was going on in the front office or whatever. To be fair, Washington, first of all, Washington was going through all that controversy about the emails and the cheerleaders. Was this when Gruden got fired, too? Uh, yeah. Around that time? Yeah, it was a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So Washington pulled out this big old thing three days before the game. We're going to retire Sean Taylor's number. It looked like it wasn't planned. It looked like it was just a last-minute media thing to try to get some good news going. So they had the numbers blocked off, but they put them in the section with Sean Taylor's number. Of course, so it's not totally his fault. But sometimes, bro, you got to be aware of where you at, bro. You shouldn't be doing TikToks on a retired player, especially when they passed away. You shouldn't be doing TikTok dances on his number. You know what I'm saying? You got to be aware of your surroundings. But it wasn't completely Jackson's fault, but this was not the last time we would see Jackson. Speaking of Jackson, he threw water on the fans in Buffalo. That's when it started. and this That was this a Baltimore it, game, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was Baltimore. That was a Baltimore yeah, was Baltimore game. He threw the water on the fans, yeah. and this is what really blew it up, where he became a national story all by himself. Him and uh, Brady. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. Stupid but, Archie. <laughs> but that second, but that second half though, like um, Patrick and Tyreek, they they just started going off, man. Like Washington had no answer for Tyreek. And then uh, this was the introductory game for Daryl Williams, too. Was Daryl Williams, he balled out in this game. He was pretty efficient, making guys miss out in the open field. So, But um, the Chiefs defense stepped up this game, too, because Mike Dana, I think this was, like, Mike Dana's best game of the season. And then, mm-hmm. like, and then you had mentioned, like, when Daniel Sorensen finally got his role reduced, he, he played a little better. And you was like, see? See what happens when you put Dan in a reduced role? Right. 30 snaps again yeah. and less. Yep, 30, <laughs> 30 less. less. All you need. All you need, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we are I do feel – yeah, I felt like I was trying to be optimistic during that game because I was like, well, they only scored 13 points. That's awesome for the defense. And then, like, in hindsight, I'm like, well, it was the football team. And, like, it still was – I don't know. I was looking for silver linings. <laughs> and uh, I think I maybe put too much praise on the defense during that time, looking back, yeah, being honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? So then we go to the next one. <laughs> What's the next game? We are now 3-3, three and three, 500. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time we beat 500. I think it's the last, though. Man, goddamn, bro. Like, oh, man. This What's was... next? What's the next game? Tennessee? The worst game of the year. Oh, <laughs> Tennessee. Oh, my goodness, man. From the jump, we was from the jump, we looked like straight garbage, man. Um, Ryan Tannehill and AJ Brown just did whatever the hell they want in the first half. But before then, you know, Derrick Henry got to a good start. He threw a touchdown pass. But you know, after that, you know, we pretty much held him in check. You know what I mean? He worked hard for his 90-some yards. Uh Nick Bolton. That's when Nick Bolton broke out and had one of his best games of the year individually. But we would just get torched in that entire first half, man. 
Um, and then our offense, man, like, I don't know what the hell that was. Orlando Brown looked even worse getting beat, getting beat up on that left side. Um, you know, Patrick, you know, throwing balls in the dirt like it's ground holiday. And it was, it was terrible. The only terrible. positive out of this game was Nick Bowe. That's it. It, yeah. it wasn't nothing else to talk about. Just we got off the bus, we didn't look good. We went back on the bus, we didn't look good. Only thing good about this game was Nick Ball. I remember one of them plays. He stopped Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was pissed off. Game was over. It was like in the fourth. He was pissed. He didn't get it. Mm-hmm. He was in Henry head, but yeah, Orlando Brown was getting killed. We was on his ass after that game, man. He, oh. we, we was talking about twenty million. We was talking about he only had nine million. That's when we started talking about <laughs> when they when they get that up. Is that where the twenty million dollars scale? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you said that, country. Man, y'all feel like giving Orlando Brown twenty million? It never got to twenty million. It got to about eighteen, though. Yeah, it improved a little bit over the course of the season, but yeah, it was looking bad, bro. It was looking real bad. Oh God, that was a terrible game. Hey, that's the game that Henry threw a touchdown too. Yeah, Um, that was one of his last games too, wasn't it? Yeah, he really got hurt the next week. The next week? I think so. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that was a terrible game. (laughs) I just felt like I was going to vomit all game. I didn't recognize the team. Nobody played Nick Bolden. I'll give you credit there. But, yeah, it was just bad all around. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm watching. I don't know what I'm watching anymore. Because it was not – they were just such an unrecognizable team at that time. I was didn't know what to think. Didn't know what was coming. Yeah. Is this around the time? What? Go ahead. Ryan Tannehill would be good. Yeah. Look like a Pro Bowl player. (laughs) Yeah. Look like all world. (laughs) I think at one point during the game, he like finger rolled into the end zone or something, and I was like, Tannehill is doing this. Goodness. All bad. I yo. couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe mm-hmm. it. He almost hurt himself, I think, doing that. Yeah, it was but. bad, bro. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. And AJ Brown yeah. was like an all pro. He is an all pro, but he looked like the yeah, next step. He like he was ready for the Hall of Fame after that yeah. game. And that yeah. That man was Calvin Johnson that day, literally. In that first half, he was Megatron. He was Megatron. He was everything he needed to be. Caught that deep pass on the uh, on the left side deep. They challenged yeah, it. You got all yep. the yeah, crazy. Yeah, I will terrible. say this though. Even in our even in our Super Bowl runs, we had a bad loss to Tennessee. And and. It seemed like Tennessee, after the Tennessee game, we start getting right. I don't know what it is about Tennessee beating us, it, <laughs> whether the punter gets blocked and they score at the end or or Derrick Henry just has a day or Ryan Tannehill ends up looking like Joe Montana for some reason. After Tennessee, we all we always get better. <laughs> they were so much more game? physical than us, man. It, uh, might oh, be. 
You think Vrabel got some inside information on this or something? Well, he used to play for Andy Reid. Yeah. For a short period of time, right before he retired. But this is also the game when uh, Tyree Matthew um, allegedly or not allegedly, uh, he told a fan after the game to go sit on the dick. And, you know, Harold, Harold reported on it, reported it, you know, shout out to our uh-huh. good friend Harold Coates. And Tyron was like, I can't believe this dude lying on me. And uh, Harold said, that, that was a yeah. Tennessee game. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, Harold what was there. season. Harold was there. <laughs> shout out to Harold. Shout out to Harold Coates, friend of the show. God. I forgot yeah, about Tyron that. Tyree quickly denied all of that, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Things were so dark at this point. <laughs> I think so dark. You she know what? Yeah. I think Tyron Matthew lives 10 minutes ahead of everybody else in the world because nobody can get to the locker room, get to their phone, and deny something faster than Tyree. I fuck <laughs> with Tyree's my dog. I mess with him for real. But he is very quick on that Twitter, bro. Like, he's the fastest gun in the West. I don't care. But, yeah, for him to get in there, read that comment, and deny it within that fast, bro. Like, it was uh, – that was – I forgot all about that. I ain't going to even lie to you. Yeah, but then that's when Boogie was like, man, I don't know if we go, I don't know if we were a playoff team, man. Boogie was talking like that after the game. Boogie was I was talking that way. I, I agreed with you. That's crazy. Yeah. It, no, we didn't, hard. Kevin. We didn't get that far, Kevin, did we? Yeah, Kevin, no. I it was Kevin, a, we weren't a playoff team. That's what he was like. You see a playoff team? Oh, this is where I predicted we was going to win the next three, though. Yeah, but Boogie Boogie said, um, if we if we if we lose next week to the Giants, man, I'm gonna start watching college games that Carrington posts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said <laughs> We Oh man. Okay, let's yeah. finish this bad stretch of games. <laughs> Please. So we're yeah, now next... three and four. Yep. Yeah, three and game. four. Yeah. Under five hundred. Pat Mahomes is broken. The defense yeah. is trash. Tyron is Game. dropped. Oh God! Yeah, it was it was bad. It was very very. Bad. It was this so dark. This is very very bad. <laughs> it was scary hours, bro. So next game is New York. Yeah. The Giants. Was that a Monday night game? Yeah. Yep. I was Monday there. Night. I was actually at. The, I was actually at that game. Yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was atrocious. Because we looked good, but we totally didn't look the offense. This is where the defense starts stepping up and the offense start receding like a hairline. Like the defense in the New York Giants game played awesome. Kept 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 the Giants under control, uh kept it low scoring. It was way too close, and the offense pretty much didn't do anything that day. It was terrible. The referee, who was the referee in that game, Chuck? Because that was the guy that just Jerome, wanted to be on TV. Jerome Bolger. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's definitely one of them. He's definitely one of them cats that want to be seen. 
and and now and now this and now in this game we started out well. We was hitting them on the quick hitters, man. Tyree, uh, McCall Harmon, Byron Pringle, and then like when we got in the red zone, you know, Mahomes trying to look for Josh Gordon to finally get his first touchdown, and the ball goes through his hands, it bounces off McKinnon's helmet, and it's an interception. It's like dog. We can't get right, man. It's going to be one of them days. (laughs) That was that thing, like we said, that thing that lagged all season, lingered Mm -hmm. all season. Yeah, all season. Yeah, It it just was – we weren't in danger of losing the game. I don't think. I don't think we were in danger of losing the game. But we also weren't pulling ahead like we should have. Like, it was just too close for comfort. But – yeah. Uh, yeah, Dan did go Dan and made it a lot way closer than it should have been. But, oh, Dan. Dan couldn't escape being in the media spotlight. <laughs> like, for it, Dan was having uh, a hell of a I year. I can't even say it, bro. <laughs> Dan, we love you, man, but you, this, this is it, bro. You got to get off the squad. We cannot have Dirty Dan on the squad next year. I love Dirty Dan, bro. He's giving me some of the best fan moments of all time, bro. He had some pick sixes against New Orleans and Denver, and he always show up in divisional games. He got that uh, interception off Rivers in Mexico City. But I, I, I cannot take moments like this anymore, Dan. I'm sorry. I love you, Dan. I really do. But Sam, um, I remember – I remember he had an interception, and the ball somehow got into John Ross's hands in this game. It was a it was a big play too, and the ball somehow landed in John Ross's hand. I'm like, Dog. and they scored too, didn't they score? It was what was the final score? Nineteen fourteen. Twenty seventeen. It was twenty to seventeen. Oh my god! Yeah, it was close. Hell yeah! Like dog. I like, feel like. Sorry. Go ahead. No, because like I think at the end, um, didn't Frank Clark um had a have a game ceiling sack, didn't it? Yeah. Or he had a key sack during that last drive to help us close the game out. I remember we yeah, I definitely remember that. That was the first game yeah. Frank Clark really had that game. Yeah, because this is the we, first. This is the first game the defense came to play for real, like. Defense kept us in this game because uh, the offense was – and that that was going to turn his rear's ugly head again later on, but the offense did not come to play today. No. Yeah, I feel like this was hard for – like Mahomes was having just a hard time in the pocket, like staying in the pocket, and there was his pocket presence was super off and trying to figure out when to leave. Uh, there was a oh, lot yeah. of struggles there. <laughs> yep. The only two good things I saw on the offense that night was Tyreek Hill and the introducing the introduction to Derek Gore. Because Derek Gore had a possession in this game, he was running hard and he scored. Was this he this was the Derek Gore game? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, who was that dude? Why yeah, he, he ain't been playing hard. all year, bro? What's going on? Right. Yeah, he looked good the in the preseason. Okay, they canceled the Amber yeah. Alert. Uh, prayers yeah, out to that family. They canceled it, so hopefully that kid got home safely. But 
Yeah, right. the Derek Gore game. Man. Yeah, he Derek Gore was balling out in the preseason, though. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, we was wondering, like, is he going to get an opportunity at some point? And, you know, with, with Clyde being hurt and everything, I think Clyde got hurt in the Buffalo game, and that opened things up for him to show off his skills. And he took the he made the best of his advantage of his opportunity. So I remember we was at we was asking is the offense gonna be better with Clyde coming back? Oh uh, yeah. Is Clyde gonna be the starter when he get back? That was yeah, that was going on because D Will had bought out and then uh Gore had this game. He he had a really good game. He had like two touchdowns this game, right? He scored all the touchdowns, right? Um, no, nah, because uh, Tyreek had the first one, he had the second one. Oh, okay, and then, yeah. the, and then the rest of them was field goals. Yeah, so yeah, we didn't score a touchdown the rest of the game after the first half, just all bad, bro. Patrick ran for his life, forcing the issue at times. Yeah, I'm glad we made it through this four game stretch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, and like. Garbage. I was uh, like the only optimistic guy. And, and, bruh, it was hard, bro. But I went on record at the after show. We're going to win these next three. And and we're going to be all right. And, and the next three was, oh, we got Dallas, Green Bay. Who else was in that stretch? Oakland. The Raiders, Vegas, Vegas, yeah. Oh, oh, Vegas. I'm sorry. Uh, so it was Vegas. I don't know we'll ever get used to them being Vegas. Green man. Bay, Dallas. Vegas. <laughs> we play Vegas twice in the next four, right? Um, <laughs> nah, nah, because um, after that, did we um, did we have a bye week after we played Vegas? We had a bye week in between there too. Okay, so yeah, that that's. We had the Vegas in the bye week. It wasn't after Dallas. It wasn't after Dallas. It was one of them joints. We had a bye week on. I think it was week 10. But whatever. It's going to get better. Like, this this was the worst (laughs) four-game stretch of all time, bro. Like, we limped all the way through it. We looked bad. Everybody was questioning the the offense. They was questioning the defense. They was questioning everything. And then uh, we almost get into Melvin Ingram, too, aren't we? Yep. I think it was right about that time when we make a move to break in Melvin Ingram. <laughs> Which was very controversial. It was like, we could have had him in the offseason. Why you didn't pay that? Why you didn't do that? So, yeah, this is a season from hell. It's Right now, it's very, very dark. It's ugly. It's, it's trash all over the place. It's thunderstorms. It's raining real hard. This is like the worst part of the season. But we got some sunshine coming. Yep. <laughs> Here's and some I, good luck. And this Giants game was the one when um, I remember Jay Tuck showed us that video when he came on the episode to preview the Cowboys game. And the fans was like, man, this Patrick, we don't need to be doing – we don't need a show, man. We need to win, need you to win football games. He's doing all that effing running around in the pocket and all this other – yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of frustration in the Chiefs fan base after yeah. that night. Well deserved, though. Well deserved. Because we were looking toward, we were looking horrible. Like, 
Yes. So, um, there there is a football game tonight. <laughs> so let let's get to that before to close out the show tonight. Um, so who do y'all got in the Super Bowl? Who's your Super Bowl MVP? And if like you got like a Super Bowl prop you want to talk about, you can do that too. So I don't I'm know about sorry. Super Bowl, but Dr. Dre is gonna kill it. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I'm ready for the halftime show. Whatever. Um, I think, I think, I think the Rams are gonna win. I've been pretty vocal about it all week. I want the Rams to win. Um, I just think, I think they have the better overall roster. So we'll see. I think defensively, Aaron Donald's gonna eat up Burrow. So I'm excited to see that. Um, MVP. I'm going with either. Matt Stafford or Cooper Cup, and I think the Rams win. And I'll even give a score prediction. I'm gonna go 30-24 Rams. I like it. Boogie, you got anything? Yeah, come on, man. You know, can't we can't pick the Bengals? That's against the law, man. So <laughs> I'm not picking the Bengals. No. I want the Rams to win in the blowout. It probably won't happen, but I got I got Rams probably looks like twenty eight fourteen. I go twenty eight fourteen. MVP Stafford. I think Cooper Cup will do. I think, yeah, he's gonna eat him and Beckham. Should have a good day. I hope Beckham has a good game on Eli Apple. That mm-hmm. will be my day. Hell um, yeah. Yeah, so it, hopefully we got a, like I said, halftime. You know, I can't wait for that. 50, Drake, Eminem, all them, that's going to be lit. So anybody with the Bengals now, man. Well, I don't want to hear <laughs> talk all summer about Mahomes and, and Burrow. Oh, this is the last thing we got up on them. So I need a loss. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel that all the way, bro. Um, I'm going to say this, man, like, Hell no. It, Hell no, hard. Caleb. Come on, man. <laughs> Caleb, nah, bro. Hell no. Get that out of here, dog. Bengals fans gave us enough hell, dude. Like, no. I hope they don't see glory at all. Um, at least y'all didn't win no ring. It's, it's really hard for me to take a side in this game, man. It, it could really go either way, man. Because on paper, the Rams should win this game. But somehow, the Bengals got this damn rabbit's foot. <laughs> they gotta wrap his foot <laughs> in these playoffs, man. Cause some of these games, they like it's like you go back and watch some of these games and like, mm-hmm. how the hell they win this game, bro? Like, how the hell they doing this, bro? And it's like, I can see the Rams winning convincingly, you know what I mean? Or I can see the Bagels somehow winning at the end. Evan McPherson becomes Adam Vinatieri or whatever. But I'm just gonna say the game's gonna go under. It's gonna go under 48 and a half. I'm gonna say that. And um, I got a few props too, man. Um, I think the Gatorade, the Gatorade shower is gonna be red, orange. Um, so that means the Bengals gonna win if it's orange. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. Um, and as far as like the MVP is concerned, um, Odell still got good odds, man. Um, I know right now the public is heavy on Aaron Donald right now, and um, I think Odell's at plus two thousand. So. Uh, you can put some. You can spring a little money on Odell to win MVP. I think Odell got the matchup against Eli Apple. You know they 
I, I remember seeing like a clip of Odell just cooking Eli Apple in practice. But you know, that was back when Eli was a rookie, but I still don't think Eli's that good. So uh be a good chance for Odell to make that happen. Um But I got a question for y'all as far as like this halftime show is concerned. Um who do you think goes first? Who do you think performs first? Kendrick. You think Kendrick goes first? Yeah. No, 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 no. Dr. Dre gonna go first. Dr. Dre and Snoop first. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm and then they'll bring in they'll bring in Eminem. Or Dr. Dre might go first by himself. You bring in Snoop. You bring you bring in Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and then 50 come out to win the club and we back back to this Super Bowl. Who else in there? Kendrick too. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said Kendrick. I said Kendrick. So, uh, yeah, Mary J. Mary J's in it too. Dr. Dre has to have DLC somewhere in the vicinity. DLC has to be there. So NWA reunion out of nowhere? That would be dope. <laughs> that would be dope. Him and Ice Cube just come out of nowhere. <laughs> they not going to let NWA get it out. <laughs> right. It's already been leaked at 50 Cent's the uh, surprise guest for tonight. You know, I saw a video of him, um, you know, practicing his performance for tonight. So that's already been leaked. Um, it's when, it, when Eminem comes on, what song do you think Eminem is going to perform first? Oh, he has such a big library. I have no idea. They all have such big libraries. Uh, like The real Slim Shady? I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm the real Shady. That's too old. He don't even <laughs> rap like that no more. Right. <laughs> um... Lose yourself. I was thinking that's lose been, yourself. That's been a popular one. Um, what about till I collapse? Yeah. Uh, that's not show. enough. Is that a popular enough song though? I think so. I mean, you kind of honoring Nate Dog too, because yeah, I think, yeah. I think the anniversary is dev just passed not too long ago. So, they definitely gonna do next episode. Yeah. Forgot about Dread. Yeah. Yeah, next episode yeah. might be the opening song. I think it's going to be the yeah. opening song, you know, Drake get on there. I'm excited for the halftime show. And I'm oh, just going to eat my feelings. The halftime <laughs> show bigger than the game. Right. Oh, I I agree. I agree the only one. matchup that would have been bigger than the halftime show, Chiefs and Tampa Bay. That would have been bigger than – or Chiefs-Packers. That would have been bigger. But – Nothing's bigger than this halftime show. It don't matter. I have no disrespect to either of the teams, but Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop, 50, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, bro, ain't nothing bigger than that. This game ain't bigger than that. How are they going to squeeze all that into 15? Don't they get like 15 minutes? Is that how long it is? Nah, they're going to get longer than that. Two yeah, they longer. They probably got like 30 minutes. That's bro, they had, a lot of time. If they have a Tupac hologram, bro, <laughs> hey, bro, <laughs> I don't even want to see the second half if they have a, if they put a Tupac hologram out there, I'm going to bed after that, bro. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Bro, if they had a Tupac hologram, 
Come on now. That's why I was like, I'm like, are they gonna have a Nate Dog hologram? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nate Dog was on the next episode too. <laughs> Man, yeah. If they did a Tupac hologram, bro, that would. Yeah, that'd be good. Hey, look, they've done it before. I'm sorry, but that was wild, man. I, I couldn't That's believe that. That's a bro. I, I couldn't believe they did that. I said, what? A hologram? Nah, come on, Dre, Snoop. Come on, man. Come on, Snoop. Come on, do you, do you think Dre going to premiere a new song or something? Or are you going to announce a new... Do you think a new album is coming out of this halftime thing? I think Snoop Dogg's got a new album coming out. Um, Why? And- Why would Drake be there? Drake's not gonna be there, Kevin. My goodness, what the hell! Drake I mean, might get another there. album since he got that divorce now, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It ain't like he, he ain't got material. He been sleeping they just on material. Song. Oh, they did. Yeah, they put a song out Friday. It was like Dre Friday. and yeah, Dre and I think Eminem and Snoop or something. I I've heard it once, but yeah, they did release a new song. Can't remember what it's called. I'm bad at this. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, that. We're well, color me shot. Um, Check your Spotify. Title. I'm on title. Jay Z. Support black owned businesses. <laughs> it's not even black owned anymore. It ain't black owned, man. What but, you talking but about? That's, right, that's right, right. the point. <laughs> okay, but, so Jay Z gonna make an appearance on Steel Dre. Hell no. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I do think Kendrick Lamar is going to uh, premiere a new song. Oh, I hope so. What song he going to do? Be Humble? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. DNA? Yeah, DNA is definitely getting performed. Mary J says she only doing one song. How many songs is everybody doing? That's what I'm saying. How much time are they gonna give them? Yeah, this this is too much of a show, bro. Really, what song is Mary J. Blige gonna do? That's a great mm. question. She must got a new song with Dr. Dre or something. I, I think she probably do got a new song too. I, I like, think somebody. I, I think I heard somebody said that um she got a new album coming out too. Yeah, it just came out yeah. this year. It just came, came out. You said it just came out? Yeah. I think she got the album. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's it's almost too many people on the show. Mm-hmm. Don't make it good, but it is. Yeah, I am curious how it's going to come together. <laughs> the all-time LeBron. leader in, in points? All-time. Caleb, you about to get blocked. Out of the <laughs> Caleb. Oh, Caleb, please, <laughs> relax. please relax, Caleb. Please relax, sir. That's that's a big deal, y'all. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I promise this. If the Bengals lose, uh, we're going to be in spaces tonight, baby. We got a lot to talk about. Couple right. people I don't want to talk to. Listen, I might have to call some of them to the stage, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, no, I, th- I, I think the Super Bowl show is going to be tight. I actually think this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to come down to a field goal. If the Bengals win, 
congratulations. And I hope they schedule us on their opening night so we can ruin that ring ceremony. Wouldn't be the first time we had to do that to somebody. Man, I want to see Chase versus Ramsey bad, man. That's going to be nice. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a good matchup. Mm-hmm. You only gonna see and, that for a little bit because Jalen Ramsey, he don't even shadow for real. He just plays side. If, just if wherever on defense, if Chase start getting off, I bet he do. In the Super so Bowl, he gonna, he gonna get cooked too. Really, Jalen okay. Ramsey's gonna be barbecue chicken against Chase tonight. I'm telling you. Mm. <laughs> what did Jalen Ramsey <laughs> say? Look, what did Jalen Ramsey say? What you, what you doing? What? Look, look, I'm going to tell y'all this right now. Jamar Chase is getting over 80 and a half yards receiving, so put some money on that. Is that minus 114 the last time I checked? He's getting I'm broke right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about for the viewers, man, not necessarily everybody here, but, yeah. Jamar Chase getting that, bro. Hey, for all the talk they done did about Joe Burrow this week, he need about 303 touchdowns. To justify all this talking that he had about his outfits, about his haircut, about his swag, and all that good stuff, he need a good game. Or all he got to do is win, man. Better hope he don't win. It's gonna get crazy. Okay, Just like so you said, like, if the Bengals win, I mean, if they lose, you on spaces. If the Bengals win, woo, it's gonna be a long off season. Oh my gosh, it's be a long off season. It's gonna so, be tough, man. And so I'm, we plan. So the Rams got to do it for us tonight. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do. So, like, um, would it really surprise y'all if one team turned the ball over three, maybe four times tonight? Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's – yeah. That's too I much. I see some turnovers, but not three per team. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying per team. I'm talking about one of these oh. teams. I'm saying one of these teams. I'm going to say yeah on three. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I go two. I go a fumble. I definitely go an interception for Stafford. I think he's gonna throw. He might throw two. But yeah. I, three is a lot, bro. That's a lot. Yeah, three turnovers. Cause I feel like Cam Makers is definitely gonna fumble the ball in this game. He's soft to me, so I think I think the Bengals can definitely force a fumble on him. And then Stafford, I, he probably he probably is gonna throw a pick at least one. So. I'll tell you what, I ain't going to get nervous, but look, if the Rams come out hitting on all cylinders, going up 24-3, then I'm going to get nervous in the second half because that's when the Bengals start doing their magic. So That's only against us, man. The rabbit's foot. Okay. <laughs> Shoot, it happened against Tennessee, too. As I'm saying, I say Bur- Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. He's 50 cent out there. <laughs> he lived. <laughs> He lives in man. Still, <laughs> for me. Hey. <laughs> you stupid, bro. Dog in our KC. <laughs> oh. Listen, man. <laughs> 50 got to do Big Rich Town, don't he? They say this is a Big Rich Town. <laughs> no, no, I like the other song. I like the other theme song, man. Uh, Money, Power, and Respect. The one on Tommy's uh, show? Yeah, yeah, that joint, that joint. That's too gangster for the Super Bowl. They ain't gonna put money, powder, and respect. They not gonna do that. That's or it might or, or or the one before that. Probably the one before that. I can't remember the title, bro. But they'll probably do like in the club. 
or something because it's like bye. Yeah, they gonna do it in the club. Everyone oh yeah, knows raising, it. yeah, the one off raising Canaan. Yeah, that one. Dang. Oh um, no, nah, that's the one off BMS. Man, that boy got so many shows. I'll be putting them all together. Yeah, the one off raising Canaan went hard to me. Raising Canaan was the but, weakest show out of all of them. You said the weakest show. Yeah. Oh. Well, but the intro was hard though. But the but the one on BMF was hard too though with him and Charlie Wilson. Yeah. Some, that people, was made, some people made a controversy with Charlie Wilson being on there. I'm like, hey, Charlie Wilson, he smoked that, bro. Charlie Wilson killed. That. Why is that controversy that Charlie Wilson was on there? Because they never heard Charlie Wilson sing like that for real, as far as like the lyrics and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, like, Charlie Wilson's been in the game 40 years. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. He smoked that. I don't care. He can do whatever he wants. He's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> he that, All right, man. <laughs> we going to do Kylie uh, touchdown drive this week? <laughs> that name. You need that name, Kylie. I know. I don't know. Kylie's comments. Kylie's cool. Final drive. <laughs> I don't know. We'll work it out. Hey. Chuck, take us home, baby. All right, y'all. We're going to let y'all get ready for the Super Bowl. I know I got to get ready myself. Head over to Miles crib, eat some good food, relax, enjoy the game, see what happens. So, with that being said, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment on your social media platforms. Until the next episode, let's go Rams. F the Bengals. Yeah, go Rams. Congratulations, LeBron. Congratulations to the King. Shout out to the King. We all are witnesses, baby. We all are witnesses. Hey, listen, shout out to Clay. Shout out to Clay. Shout out to Kaminga. Shout out to Wiggins. Jordan's still the go.